Good evening, everyone. Uh, and blessed Christmas tide uh, for you, my friends. Uh, we celebrate uh, the feast of the Holy Family of J Jesus and Mary and Joseph, the Son of God's uh, birth into a human family. And it shows us that the humanity of Jesus was very real. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus did not pretend to be a human. As a matter of fact, the scriptures uh, tell us he entered into the full depth of human experience to grow as a man uh, in his human nature. My friends, we would be quite wrong to think that Jesus learned nothing from Joseph and Mary or that they, Joseph and Mary, just devoutly observed Jesus growing up without making any real difference to his growth. They did make a difference. They helped shape Jesus' human nature. The gospel shows the crisis they faced um, in protecting Jesus from, in this case, Herod. Much of Joseph and Mary passed into Jesus in his growing years, meaning their demeanor, their particular way, the way they spoke, the way they thought, the way they act. That flowed into Jesus. The baby Jesus became an adult within a human family and through a human family, just as each one of you. Right? <laughs> There's someone here who, um, please see me after Mass and tell me about that then. Um, as with the Holy Family in this crisis, our family life is about dealing with different things too, including challenges of all sorts. It is the truth of a parish family and of individual families that problems don't interrupt family life. Uh, they are part and parcel of family life. They certainly were in my family. And uh, from the counseling I give to the parishioners here, uh, they are part of yours too, apparently. <laughs> my friends, in past times, um, the family was the place where people learned uh, an occupation where they received growth in their uh, EQ, not necessarily their IQ, <laughs> their emotional uh, quotas. Uh, they were taught faith and received care in old age, as we are told in the first reading. As society changed, those functions were taken over by schools, religious ed programs and churches, trade in professional colleges, taught uh, occupations, and nursing homes are filled to capacity now. Well, my friends, having said all that, there are features of the family that nothing else can replace it, that it has to come from family. The family is still the place where one develops a sense of self-worth, where we are supposed to see faith lived out, where we see the virtues that St. Paul spoke about in our second reading uh, being an example uh, where attitudes towards God, towards prayer, towards church are powerfully formed in the person, where we learn the first and most important lessons of responsibility uh, and self-control and uh, getting along with others. Most, if not all, of our basic strategies, if you will, for dealing with people and events of all sorts are learned from our family members, for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, 
And of course, my friends, uh, our abilities uh, sharpen as we grow older. Uh, but the template, I, I really do believe, that is shaped by uh, our family, our family members. Our family is our first experience of what community is uh, and what commitment or lack of is. Although no families are perfect, they, are, they certainly can be holy. And that's why the church puts forth uh, Mary and Joseph and Jesus. We don't call them the perfect family. We call them the holy family. Because they lived by faith and hope and love. And, and blessings came from God. That's what our first reading was talking about. Blessings that come from God. Although one's family may not be ideal, the love within it is certainly real. No better time than the current for us to reflect upon family values and family life. How are we making the truth and the love of Christ present so it can be a place where all members of our families can grow emotionally and spiritually? Of late, our culture does not really support family life as it had in the past. And by that I mean um, so much of uh, the family members now are consumed by uh, social media and all other kinds of media, uh, the number of activities in which family members are involved outside of the home uh, and many other things all work to pull families in different directions rather than to draw them together, typically. Today, people must prioritize being a family. I hear often even the family dinner is beginning to slip away. Now the food is in the refrigerator and warm it up uh, in the oven when you get home. Where are the rest of the family members? Well, one of them is checking their social media. <laughs> Another is checking their calendar. <laughs> Others, like children, are doing homework. 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 <laughs> Friends, each family member has to decide to be part of the family. It is one thing to have a family, but it is a deliberate choice to be a family. And from the Christian perspective, the family is the domestic church. It is in itself a realization of the community of faith, of Christian family. A Christian family, your family, is looked upon as the church in miniature. And uh, the Christian family is a kind of microcosm uh, of the wider parish and of our archdiocese and really of society. Our Christian families are the very flesh and blood of our parishes, but I would say this is true of our society, of our nation. The vitality of the parish relies on you. Faith and the passing on of the faith depend on family. It is not just my responsibility. There is only one of me and 1,500 families in the parish. <laughs> I am not Jesus. <laughs> I am unable to do that. And the church actually teaches you that you are the first teachers of the faith. Our Christian families are also an institution, I understand, in the front line and on the firing line of societal life and of all that is social within our neighborhoods and nation. On the one hand, it is pressured on many sides and often 
questioned and criticized. On the other hand, great expectations are placed on families to mold a healthy neighborhood, a healthy society, and a healthy nation. <laughs> I pray for you guys <laughs> all the time, all the time, because I understand the pressures uh, that uh, are applied to you all the time. And friends, it is easy to have a family. It's much harder to be a family where people can grow in, in uh, strength, in faith, and in hope, and in God's love, and in his holiness, and in the very character of God himself, which is what our goal is in our holiness. That takes courage, that takes sacrifice, that takes charity of heart, that takes hospitality, and a special commitment by all of its members. When a whole family joins in in this effort, it becomes a powerful expression to everyone, to our neighborhood, to our nation, about what faith, hope, love, happiness, and holiness is. My friends, I think this is why the church puts the Holy Family almost immediately following Christmas. Yes, one, to remind us that Christ, in fact, is human, fully human, fully divine, but uh, also to drive home the import, importance of family. My friends, I believe one of the most important things a father can do for his children is to love unconditionally their mother. The same thing I will say uh, for mothers. One of the most important things a mother can do for her children is to love unconditionally their father. And children, one of the most important things children can do for their parents is to love their siblings. Stop fighting with each other. <laughs> or at least immediately apologize. <laughs> there are few things of such great importance in family unity uh, and fidelity for all family members suffer when those things go missing from it. Love is proved in action by what we say and do, by how we treat those who we say that we love. And this feast of the Holy Family, let us pray for all of us who are part of a family. And my friends, that is whether you are born into a family of your own or you have made a family of your own choosing because you have been rejected by family members. Either way, everything that I have said applies to everyone. I say this because how we show respect and love for each other, for our family members whom God has entrusted to you, even when you choose your own. God will judge us one day of how we have treated each other, especially those he has entrusted as family to each one of you. He will do so uh, on how we have treated those closest to us as well as those who are far from us. It is all important to him.